Hey, this is Ashley, and this is School in Life, a weekly podcast about life, love, and occasionally libations. This week in Mentor Moment, I want to talk about beliefs and behaviors. Beliefs like, ain't no good jobs out here. You can't make any money in this industry. I just can't afford mentorship. I'm just going to put myself out there and see what happens. Maybe I'll wait till next month. Lead to these behaviors. Aimlessly applying for hundreds of jobs for months and getting no callbacks. Staying stuck in a role where you know you've outgrown it. Constant overwhelm, discontent, and frustration in a career that's going nowhere. Saying as soon as I've been thinking about, I really want to, but, but never taking action towards the careers that you, the desires that you have for your career. The truth is, is that you're just as smart, just as capable, and just as deserving as I'm, as my mentees that I helped secure $20,000, dollars and $50,000 salary increases and step into a more fulfilling career. The difference between them and you is their belief that, that they would benefit from expert-level mentorship and the behavior to take action to invest in themselves to make more money and have more impact in, your, in their career. This is an Instagram post that I posted um, over the last couple of days, and I wanted to bring this to the podcast because I have just been really leaning into how would I behave? What would my behaviors look like if I really believed the things that I say I believe? If I believe that money flows freely to me, if I believe that I'm supposed to live a life of abundance, if I believe that I'm never supposed to be in debt anymore, how would my behaviors change? What 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 different things would I be doing? What what different ways would I be posturing? What different ways would I be spending money? You know, what what would I be doing if if those were my beliefs? And if we believe that, you know, we're broke, that we can't make any money, that you know, there's limits on what's available for us that, you know, we can't grow our career, then we will continue to engage in behaviors that replicate those beliefs. And, and I was spending a lot of time recently thinking about like the behaviors of my most successful mentees, like, you know, how those women stand out, what, what behaviors those women have, why they're so successful in my programs, why they're so successful under my mentorship. And one of the things that I've distilled is that the women that invest in themselves and invest, you know, in themselves through career development and through mentorship with me specifically are women who take action. Their behavior matches the belief. And and moreover, sometimes their action, right. And their behavior is even before the belief. I'm a, I'm a firm believer, pun intended, I guess. I'm a firm believer that sometimes your action, your commitment to doing the work has to come before your belief. I think sometimes we're waiting on belief. We're waiting till we believe it. We're waiting to feel it. We're waiting for a mood. Um, But sometimes we have to take action before we can feel it. Take action before we believe it. Take action before we've already bought in, right? And, and, and sometimes the, the belief will come. But if you have beliefs right now that are prohibiting your ability to take action, I invite you to lean into action. I invite you to lean into clear decision-making. I invite you to lean um, into mentorship, right? And so just really been thinking a lot about belief and behaviors, thinking about the, the ways I need to move as a professional and the ways that I want the women that I, I mentor to move, to really lean into the, the behaviors that are required for success, 
for career fulfillment and for the ease, for ease and joy and peace that I know is attainable for, for every woman in career. And so just wanted to dialogue about that. Love for to hear your thoughts around beliefs and behaviors. You can comment on the recent Instagram post that I did about this topic. You can follow me uh, on Instagram at instagram.com backslash Ashley Ashire. That's instagram.com backslash A-S-H-L-E-Y. A-S-S-H-I-R-E. Would love to just sort of dialogue with you about this and, and what you think about beliefs and behaviors, which comes first. You know, what happens if you are trying to do the behavior, but don't believe what happens if you have this belief, but you're not taking action and, and have behaviors uh, that are aligned with your beliefs, just what's coming up for you around these things. Would love to talk about it more. Next up is I digress. And this week I want to talk about seeing myself in Katanji Brown Jackson. As many of you know, attorney Brown Jackson is going up for the Supreme Court. She is doing confirmation hearings as a recording of this week's podcast. And so in this week's episode, I want to sort of talk about her, her work, her sort of legacy, the things that she's done up to this point in her career, and just sort of how I see myself in her and, and see myself in such a, like a prominent Black woman and, and how encouraging representation is at every level, but particularly in public office and in government. So I first came across Katanji Brown Jackson's name and her work when current President Joe Biden mentioned that if given the opportunity to nominate someone for Supreme Court, he would choose a Black woman. And, you know, I am a champion of Black women. I am team us all day, every day. And so just proud to see us win, proud to see us shine, you know, you know, doing my part, right, to help women and Black women in particular make more money and have more impact and career and advance. And so to see, to know that a Black woman, you know, was going to be nominated was just really, really special. And then I remember reading some articles about like, you know, who would be the top names, and like who was being considered and, you know, this kind of thing. And I don't, I can't remember if her like name came up a lot. Like I, I don't remember in that early research if her name came up, but when it was initially released that, you know, she was going to be the nominee. I was just so, I was just so excited because, and I'll, and I'll be honest, I was super excited because when I first like saw her and they announced it. I saw her photo and I was like, oh my goodness, there's this black woman, brown skinned black woman, natural hair, black woman, full lips, black woman, big smile, black woman, like pierced lips when Ted Cruz is talking to her crazy black woman that's going to be nominated for the freaking Supreme Court. And I just remember being so hype because I just felt like she looked like me. Like this lady don't look nothing like me, but I'm just saying like, I just, I just could see myself so clearly in her, like, just like, I don't know about y'all black women. We like, I just love us, but like we hold our mouth in a certain way when people are talking to us crazy. Like when people are talking to us, like we don't have no sense and we hold our mouth in a certain way. Michelle Obama is really famous for this. And like people talk about how Viola Davis has nailed her, her character and the upcoming 
documentary because of the way she holds her mouth. And Katanji Brown Jackson holds her mouth in the same way. And it's just, it's so black girl. It just makes my heart smile because I be holding my mouth like that when people be talking to me crazy too. And I just, like I said, I just see, see myself so much in her. When we look at her qualifications, she um, went to a public high school. She went to an Ivy League law school. She served on the Supreme Court in, in doing clerkship for the Supreme Court. She served as a public dis- defender. She served in the sentencing commission. She served as a district judge. She served the court of um, appeals as for the court of appeals judge. She is the most qualified nominee um, that's ever approached the, the bench in modern history. And honestly, for me, kind of scarily, she has endorsements from literally like the national police union, about a dozen Republican senators, both current and former. And she's still getting the blues from Lindsey Graham. I don't even, I don't need, I want, I don't want to use the word crazy or like any other word that's coming to mind because I feel like it's derogatory to people who like suffer from mental illness, but whatever nasty word you can think about from Lindsey Graham's just, I just, oh my God, that man, you know, we love South Carolina, but we hate him. Like the, it's so real. And Ted Cruz, oh, mush mouth self. Like it's just like the way that they talk to her and the, the disrespect and the way she got to hold her mouth to just like deal with the, it's not even questioning. It's just ridiculous spewing of hate toward her is ridiculous, but she continues to hold her own and just be like, sort of stand in the face of such opposition. And, you know, it, it what I see in her and honestly, what I see in so many professional women, so many high achieving women is that, you know, our credentials are top notch. Our education is top notch. Our expertise is top notch. And still we're regularly sort of questioned by people who couldn't even dip their toe in the waters that we fluently swim in. And it's, a disgrace, some of the the questioning or, you know, sort of spouting that they're doing at her. But I do think that, you know, she'll be confirmed without, you know, with ease just because of the level of expertise she has and the support, the bipartisan support she has as a as a judge. And I'm excited about that. One of the things that I'm I'm thinking a lot about is just how we can even though Katanji obviously is outstanding and and it's just a a really, you know, just phenomenal professional. I am thinking a lot about the, the, the harm, right. The, 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 the danger of being the FOAD or the FOAD, I think it's called first only different, right? Like she, she would be the first black woman on the Supreme court. She would be the only black woman on the Supreme court. She would be different than any other, any of her peers, you know, any of her sort of more liberal peers because she has such bipartisan support. And I've just been thinking a lot about what it means to be first only different. I've been thinking a lot about what it means to the, the pain, the trauma, the sort of vitriol, the, 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 the after effects of being first. And I just hope that she's shielded from that. And I hope that, you know, it doesn't scar her for life or injure her. And I, and I hope that her 
groundbreaking nominee does open up doors for for other people, for other women in particular to to, to advance their careers in, in meaningful ways. And I hope that other Black women see themselves in her. I hope they see themselves in her full lips, in her bright eyes, in her natural hair, her glowing smile. Like, I hope that other women see themselves in her and And, you know, I hope that going forward, we don't have to check every box. We don't have to have done it all to know that we're valuable, that we're worthy, and that our skills and expertise are are, are immense, excuse me. And attorney Katanji Brown Jackson, I just want to say to you that I see you, that I'm rooting for you, that I'm so excited, you know, for what I hope is a successful confirmation. And I'd love to know if you all are following the um, confirmation hearings. I've been trying to watch off and on, you know, as I see things, I... I I refuse to just sort of sit and watch or watch like breaking news just because if, you know, Ted Cruz or Lindsey Graham face flash across the screen, I might, you know, break a TV, you know, have a bill that I, you know, don't want to have to pay for. So I, I try to like avoid like intensely watching that I am like following along with some stuff on Twitter just to stay in the know. And yeah, I'd love to know just like as you think about your own career and all the work that you've done over the course of your career and sometimes maybe feeling invalidated or feeling like you're constantly being questioned by people who just don't even have your level of expertise, like what's coming up for you there. You know, and if you are, if you find yourself feeling like you're in a Senate hearing, if you feel like you're in that that same space, maybe not as intense or visible, but maybe in that same, that space, what's coming up for you around Katanji's confirmation hearing. Love to to dialogue about that. You can, of course, share your insights on Instagram, on the School and Life Instagram, which is at Instagram backslash School and Life pod cast. So S-C-H-O-L-I-N, a live podcast, Instagram.com backslash School and Life podcast. You can follow us there and share your reflections about Katanji Brown Jackson's confirmation hearings or what is hopefully her um, soon-to-be confirmation on our Instagram. And last but not least, I wanted to share that I received good news this week because I heard that Selling Sunset is coming back for season number four. Mary's got a ponytail, honey. And what's our good sis name? Oh, is it Candace Chantel? I can't remember the um the one who used to be married to old dude from This Is Us. She is on top. Chriselle, that's her name. Chriselle. Chriselle is on top. So I am just so excited. Like I said, Mary got a new do. And I think they got a black girl on there in season four, y'all. I saw a black girl on the flyer, on the promotional flyer. So I love it. Let's let's bring in, you know, can nobody selling nothing like a black woman. So let's bring it on. I'm so hyped for her. Um, so season four. So my fiance teases me all the time because I'm one of those people that like, I never watch a show fully. Like once a show, like I get to the last like three, four or five, six episodes, or even the last season, sometimes I will never watch it because I'm like, I don't want it to be over. I don't want the ride to be over. So I'll just never watch it. So that if one day, like I remember that I haven't watched it, I can still come back to it and have something that I haven't seen. Well, I haven't watched the last few episodes of Selling Sunset because I didn't know if this is going to put out another season. And if I, you know, like if it's going to be over and I can't see if Mary and her husband make it, I just don't know, like if I want to keep watching it. But Mary has new hair this season. Like I said, Chriselle is on top and who knows what um, the other girls are doing. But that I did see the, a black girl on the flyer. So I'm plugged in and excited to watch. So if you are a Selling Sunset girl, you've been watching, let me know. And then I want to talk to someone who watches Love and 
marriage Huntsville or whatever it's called. I want to talk to somebody who watches that because it feels so ridiculous. Like anytime I see like a mini commercial for it, I'm like, the show is freaking ridiculous. So I want to know more about it. Like what, what is this show about? Like hop in my DMs, talk to me about it. I just want to understand why y'all watch the show. Like, what is it about? It feels so local, but like, so it must be niche. I don't know, really know much about Huntsville. So I'm like, is do y'all know these people in real life? Or this is this like one of those Housewives of Atlanta where like you know them, you see them out, or like is are these people like they don't really live there, they live somewhere else? Like, I just want to know like what the behind the scenes are. So that's a little TVT for you. Um, dipping my toe in a little TVT and a little reality drama. But yeah, I would love to talk to you about those two shows, Selling Sunset and <laughs> Love and Marriage. It's called Love and Marriage. I think it's called Love and Marriage Huntsville. So I don't really know many people who watch it. So I want to know somebody who watches it so we can talk about it and kiki about it. That wraps up this week's episode of School and Life. As a reminder, I'm now accepting new mentees for the March and April cohorts. So if you're a professional woman who wants to make more money and have more impact in your career, I invite you to join the March or April April cohorts of the Mentor Me Accelerator, you can take the first step right on my website at mentor-me.org. That's M-E-N-T-O-R-me.org. Thanks so much for listening. School's out. Class dismissed.